What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the VV Vintage Podcast. This is a solo episode where I'll be talking about the latest VV AMA that took place today. Today is Monday, July 31st. So I won't be able to look at the camera the whole time because I'm reading from my note, but I guarantee you'll get everything good from this AMA. So the first topic that I talked about was the San Diego Comic Con. The event was successful because they were able to onboard many new users and created a lot of excitement and engagement because they did two secret comic book drops. They were kind of secret, but I was at home, but I was still able to participate in it. Uh, I did not land any, but um, both of the drops were live drops and they took place. Um, I'm on the East Coast, so I, I remember it was around 6.15 um, p.m. East Coast time. Anyways, they did those two exclusive live drops, two comic books, 1,000 editions each, and they were able to onboard many fans at the Marvel booth. They also gave out promo codes to new users to uh, to get them to install the app on site. Uh, and also, one thing that really helped them to onboard many new users at Offline event in 2023 is the fact that they pushed KYC a little bit further back into the onboarding process. Previously, I think, last year you would have to kyc when you want to buy something for vv but now you only have to kyc i believe when you want to sell something um so that is later in the onboarding process and that really helped them to easily and conveniently uh, onboard new users uh, both offline and online as well the second topic is the marvel digital showroom um, and vvverse beta group uh, at the event the team was able to showcase the Marvel showroom or the Marvel digital showroom using the AR headset, which Dan mentioned that, okay, David was not present during this AMA, but David Yu is coming to the VV Vintage podcast. He'll be our next guest, which is very, very exciting. And I believe he's coming to the channel later this week. I will keep you guys posted on social, but we sent David a whole set of very, very interesting, crucial questions that are, uh, you know, top of mind for everybody in the community. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast and my YouTube channel so you don't miss out on it. Anyways, according to Dan, the Marvel Digital Showroom, that experience on the AR headset was a light switch moment for many people because it was the first taste of the Vivos. Um, for this particular feature or product the development took a little bit longer than expected because the asset will look a lot better in the vivos compared to in the app so if you have a lot of go to moment or um, animated marvel collectibles you have a hard time putting them all into the same showroom and actually load the showroom so i like to go into people's showroom and film them however if there are you know some heavy duty collectibles like elsa with a lot of um, details uh, or the the Disney Marvel collectibles with a whole lot of animations, the showroom would crash. They want to make sure that if you have 10 or a couple hundred or even thousands of collectibles, you will be able to load them successfully and smoothly in the Vivo. So this is going to be a totally different experience for everybody where for the first time you will, will be able to see your digital asset at a much higher quality than what you're seeing in the app. I remember that they mentioned in the past um, on how the file or the visual that you see of your, you know, your Spider-Man 
or whatever on VV is not at the best quality because of the limits of the mobile app but in the Vivos which will be on a VR headset or you'll be able to use it on a computer the the definition or the image quality of these assets will be a lot better at the moment there is a small group of users who got the invitation to test out the Vivos and as of today July 31st I don't have access uh, I don't have that invitation but I spoke to some of them and because they signed you know NDA and stuff they were not able to disclose anything but they did tell me that um, they don't have access to it yet so I believe the folks who got the invitation will be able to access the Vivos in the next few days maybe next week who knows but I don't have access I don't have that invitation so I don't know Dan mentioned that they will improve the social features in the Vivo. So if you've been using the VV app for a long time, like I do, since early 2021, the social features, the social feed in the app sucks. Okay, for, for a content creator like myself, I like to post a lot on the social feed. I'm not able to do it efficiently because like if you want to post a photo, you have to Okay, you have to have the photo in a specific VV folder and then you have to share it on the feed. Um, you cannot do it on the web app. That's not available yet. So, you know, for me going from creating a nice graphic to have it on my phone, put it in a photo and put it in an app, that, that's so many steps. Anyways, and, um, and also we are not able to really communicate with each other on a social feed at the moment simply because there's not really like a chat functionality, but in the Vivos, then mentioned that there will be voice chat, text chat, uh, and other creator tools. So for example, you can bring in shapes and other 3D artworks to add into your Vivos home. So that's pretty exciting. And so the goal for this very tight beta group is to make sure that everything works. And Dan is pretty confident with the ability for people to customize their Vivos homes and he'll be in touch with some of these beta users to get their direct feedback. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I hope that they will be able to allow more users to experience it. But, you know, I don't expect anything um, for the next couple of weeks. And then Mitch came on state and talked about localization and app updates. They do have a consistent schedule of app updates, which is bi-weekly, uh, so every two weeks just like when you get your paychecks for most of us myself included um, they also hit capacity on team headcount basically at the moment uh, they are fully staffed so they have people for all the functionalities of the app and omi um, and now they're focusing on staff onboarding due to the high learning curve from this particular industry and also resource optimization on the different areas of the app uh, on localization, localization and accessibility will be priorities because if they want to be a global product, a, a global company, they need to cater it to local communities. Uh, specifically, they recently added four new languages and they expect to add more in the near futures. Astro Boy was a, kind of the first drop of localization uh, and they're also thinking about Chinese IPs as well. And Mitch also mentioned that crafting is very basic at the moment. So crafting, burning, they are working on more complex crafting functionalities, uh, which is very exciting. The next topic is payout slash cash out. 
So payout beta is small, only about 15,000 people have it currently. Um, they found issues with the, from, you know, getting feedbacks from this particular group and they are working on these issues and finalize the experience. The team is being very risk averse because this is, you know, money. Uh, that's why it's taking time, but there's a lot going on in the background. All right. This is probably the most exciting news of the day. And um, after I heard about this news and I um, shared it on social, people were super excited. And so the most exciting news of the day is the waitlist system. You will be able to join the waitlist system 24 hours prior instead of half an hour. And if you have gems and you opt in for automatic purchase, then the gems will be automatically deducted from your account and you get the collectibles even if you are in bed sleeping. So this particular new addition to Vivi will work really well with the folks from Australia and New Zealand because I believe um, our drop time, so I'm on the East Coast, that is around 11 a.m. is about 2 to 3 a.m. their time. So, you know, that's when people sleep. Uh, so when I post it on post this news on um, you know Facebook and Twitter people got really excited somebody said that um, this is great from Australia Autobuy is awesome um, and I think that will really work for everybody because even though the majority of VV users are based in North America and Europe we do have fans elsewhere and this will accommodate everybody pretty much but not only for the the global collectors of vivi even myself sometimes i would um get into a waitlist and then i will forget about it because maybe at 11 i'm having a meeting or something else that will have my attention um so i miss out on that purchase if i get selected from the waitlist so having that will be pretty convenient for me uh, and i bet for many other people as well i think they would need to you know, give out some info on on um, how they would actually implement it. Because what happens if you don't have enough gems? What happens if you have a problem with the purchase? How long will it take for the system to basically decline your request to purchase and have that collectible back in the queue? Those kind of things. The other thing that uh, related to the waiting system is the problems with the rebound. So. Mitch explained that the waitlist system has two phases. The first phase is the waitlist itself. So that's when you join a waitlist, uh, the waitlist will close about five minutes before drop time, uh, and then you get selected or not selected. Okay, that is the first phase. The second phase is the rebound, and that's where the problems happen. To be honest, I don't really understand the problems that they're facing in the background because it sounds very technical to me. So I'm not going to try to, uh, to explain it. Um, but I can tell you the problems that the users are facing today uh, would be like if you want to go for drop sometime, you, you will get stuck on the order receive processing message for a long time. Sometimes you would receive the message fails to purchase. Please try it again. Uh, and then some people would, would see the green truck, which is a good sign, right? But without a mint number. And that means that you are not getting that collectible and your gems will not be deducted. So there's all kinds of issues related to um, the rebound aspect of waitlist. Uh, anyways, this is going to be a main priority for them. And they're trying to fix it. Okay. But they guarantee that this is a randomized selection. The waitlist is a randomized selection. The first phase of the waitlist 
does prioritize KYC users. So the KYC users and the non-KYC users who go for the wellness drop, the folks who have KYC will have a much higher chance of landing that collectible or comics. It's just something to know. And then if the drop doesn't get uh, sold out, then those collectible slash comics will go to the open pool. Um, and that is a combination of KYC and non-KYC users. But again, the good thing is um, you will be able to join a waitlist 24 hours prior to the drop. Um, and if you have gems and opt in for automatic purchase, uh, then the gems we automatically deducted from your account and you will get the collectibles even if you're in bed sleeping or if you or if you're driving and you cannot make it or if you have meetings or kinds of things. Um, so that's going to be very, very convenient. Next up is the master collector program. They are still facing new issues uh, on point calculation. At the moment, accuracy is the main focus. They do have accuracy for about 98% of users at the moment. They're just working on that 2% um, uh, to get to as close to perfection as possible. Um, the problem is that they're dealing with years of data and millions of transactions. This is very, very complicated um, system. Uh, but they want to tell you that the work is happening in the background. And if you have, you know, issues with your points, um, you can submit a support ticket and the team will address the tickets um, on a case by case basis. They did mention that they were making a lot of progress on MCP and they were getting into the fun part of MCP. However, because of the waitlist issues, they had to allocate some resources for waitlist. But the focus now is still to get as much benefits out as possible because they are very well aware that there are users with millions of points and and even users without millions of points we want to spend those points on something we want to make the app more fun so i guess the, the the one word summary for mcp is soon there is no update for the omi utility program which is kind of disappointing um so this is one of the main questions that i will be asking david when he comes on to the channel uh, but they did mention that there is a team actively working on omi but they need to firm up communications and plan before they make the announcement. But a lot of things are happening in the background with regards to Omi. So stay tuned on that. That is it, everybody. Um, let me know what you think in the comment section below. Personally, I am pretty excited to, to see that 24-hour waitlist drop because that will accommodate a lot of folks um, in different areas globally. Uh, and I know that when the waiting system came out, I talked to some uh, friends who live in Europe and they had a really hard time landing drops with the instant buy now um, system. But because of the waitlist, they were able to land drops. So they got pretty excited. And now with a 24 hours drop time, that's going to help everybody. Um, if you live in Australia, New Zealand, or if you're busy or if you're out driving and you want to still want to get the drops, you will be able to do that. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I'm a little bit disappointed that there's no news on Omi. It's been a while, but you know, regardless, it is good to to get some news on the Vivos because now we can really see that commitment from Marvel um, to collaborate with Vivi to bring that experience, that fandom to everybody um, at a totally different, much much better level. Um, you know, the 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 experience will be pretty mind blowing. I've never tried it but I'm sure it's going to be really good.
it's it's also good to hear from Mitch and Dan because usually it will be David or Alex who do all the talking. Uh, and it's been a while since we you know get some updates on the behind the scene um, development of the app. But other than that, let me know what you think in the comment section below. Remember to subscribe to the VV Vantage podcast. Our next interview uh, will be with David. That's going to be very exciting. We sent him a list of um, very good questions that will address the biggest concerns of the community. So hopefully that's gonna, that interview will take place at the end of this week. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the VV Vantage podcast in my YouTube channel so you don't miss out on it. Thank you so much. I hope to see you again next time. Peace.